Second quarter coming up here in Greenville. 7-7 our score, BYU and ECU. The Pirates allowing 600 yards per game. BYU's on pace for about half of that. ECU allows 8 yards per play. BYU has half of that. 4.1 yards in the first quarter. It's 7-7. You're not behind, but man, Mark, BYU should be doing better than they've done, and it really has taken just a couple of bad plays to short-circuit two drives for BYU. Yeah, and BYU... Uh, they just really have to have that extra focus in those situations and uh, make better decisions. Everybody, you, you can't jump off sides. You can't be in motion. You've got to catch footballs when they throw them to you. Uh, That's pretty all, basic stuff. All of those things that are just ordinary football. Yep. First quarter yardage totals. ECU 106, BYU 78. BYU 5 first downs, ECU 4. BYU 3 of 5 on third downs, ECU 1 of 2. Yards per play, ECU about 8 and BYU about 4. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen's been helping Utah families for over 25 years. BYU rushes for 42, passes for 36, total of 78. East Carolina rushing for 42, passing for 64, a total of 106. And yet again, an offensive penalty means that BYU will not score a touchdown on that drive. Every touchdown drive this season for BYU has not featured any offensive penalties. In other words... If BYU has a flag on offense, they're not scoring a touchdown this year. They had a false start on that last drive, and as a result, not as a result, but after moving the chains, ultimately punted it away. Let me explain further, though. They did make a first down following the penalty. And then they punted it away shortly after. <laughs> shortly after. Yes. But, uh, so the fact remains, I know, it's if unusual. they have a penalty on the drive, they're not scoring. Yeah, that's it's tough to deal with. All right, Pirates second down and four from their own 19-yard line starting quarter number two. They flip it around. They'll now go left to right as we see it and you hear it. They defend the goal to our left, the north side here at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Jeff Wilcox still in at the right corner. Chris Wilcox. Chris Wilcox. Thomas Sirkin shotgun. Devin Anderson averaging 2.5 yards a carry coming into tonight. Ran it for 11 a couple plays ago. They motion Davon Grayson creating trips left. Tight end right. They throw screen to Grayson left. Fred Warner gets the first hand on him, but on second and four, he got five running to the far boundary. Got the marker, and the Pirates move the chains again. BYU doesn't get the stop on second and four. It's now first and ten at the 24 of ECU. Kevin Anderson in the backfield with Thomas Sirk. They'll go single wide right and trips left. Shotgun snap coming to Cirque. Pulls it away from the back. Screens again to the far sideline. Down the sideline, another first down. Quay Johnson just runs down the far boundary. Step out just shy of the marker. Yeah, yeah, did. did. One yard shy. So second down and one coming up for ECU. The yard's coming fast and furious for the Pirates right now. Back to back. They ran the same play. Repeated that play and had uh, good success again on the second time. This drive began at the two-yard line. Got to get rid of the that. out to the 33. The corner has to get rid of that blocker. Back-to-back screens for good yardage. Cirque gun. Twins to either side. Quarterback option left. First down again on second and one. A spin at the boundary by Devin Anderson. Stayed in bounds and got seven, needing one. Another chain mover for ECU. BYU's defense getting gashed right now. 7-7 the score. 14-05 to go till halftime. Big chunks for the Pirates. Speaking of big chunks, here comes Solomone Wolfgram into the game. At 6'5", 290, pushing 300. He's in the interior of that line along with Kesney Tausinga. Someone's got to stand tall for BYU. Good defensive start to the game, but right now, 
A lot of pickups for ECU. Deep drop, looking maybe set up screen. They dump it at the feet of the back, incomplete. Screen never developed, intended for Anderson. They threw it at Anderson's feet. See only Taki Taki broke loose and got in on Cirque, forcing an early throw, and it is incomplete. Second down and 10. There's a negative play for ECU. No game play that BYU forces defensively. And from the 41 of ECU, second and 10, 13.42 to go till halftime here in Greenville. Second platoon comes in for the BYU defense. Great job by Taki Taki beating that uh, blocker and just sprinted after the quarterback. So Tonga and Talia Uli at the interior line now for BYU. Shotgun snap coming to Cirque. Cirque drops the ball, picks it up, throws underneath, and it's complete to the 45-yard line. A four-yard gain. It'll set up third down and six. But the play started with a fumbled snap. Cirque was able to pick it up and find a man wide open underneath. And it's complete to Steve Baggin, the formerly injured tight end. Comes back in and makes the reception there to make it third down and six. So BYU, after being eaten up a little bit on the early part of this drive, can stand tall here on third down and get the ball back. ECU, I don't think, is punted yet no. tonight. Yeah, that see, uh, that would be the best thing to happen that BYU holds and forces a punt, but they are going to get uh, good field position if they are forced to do that. From the 45, third down and six, ECU, Cirque. Motions are back to join him in the backfield. Trips to the right as Cirque looks left. Pressure from either side. Throw caught. First down. Davon Grayson, 40-yard line of BYU. Third and six. Another chain mover, and Grayson was wide open. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, he was. So I think that they're keeping a, an outside linebacker alerted to stop the quarterback from running. So they probably had a spy out there trying to keep him from running. And then doing so, he didn't have his defensive position in the zone. BYU's got players coming off late, and now they've got 10 men on the field. They ran a guy off. They were sitting with 10 players on the field, and now they have to call timeout. Time they were going to have 10 on the field for the snap as a player ran off, two players ran off, and Kalani Sataki incensed. Again, these are uh, game eight mistakes that you just don't expect. 12.30 to play until halftime, and Kalani had to call timeout there. Just too much confusion defensively for BYU. First and 10 now at the BYU 41-yard line. So we're going to huddle around the coaches, talk this thing over. Hey, you say Kalani incensed. You know, a lot of times the coaches are yelling at the refs, the players. To me, it looked like he was yelling at the coaches that time. So you got to get this right. Nate Mickle with the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. So the Cougars trying to regroup here. 12.30 to go till halftime. ECU and BYU tied at 7. The Pirates are driving and currently about doubling up BYU in yardage. This ECU team allowing just massive numbers. Those numbers are not the ones belonging to BYU tonight. Cougars have 78 yards and 7 points. ECU allows 650 on average. 600 yards, 50 points per game. Devin Anderson, tailback, left hip, another timeout. Good gravy. After all of that, ECU doesn't know what to do. Wow. Well, these are two 1-6 teams. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of showing what got them to 1-6 right now. Is coming Possibly out of a break. So. We just had a minute and a half to figure something out for BYU defensively, and then ECU comes out. They don't like it, so they call timeout. And so we'll stay here with 12.30 to go until halftime. And uh, ECU's coach is a little bit upset about it.
first and ten, East Carolina at the BYU 41-yard line once we come back into play. And we are in another break right now. Timeout on the field. Every six minutes, an underground utility line is damaged because someone decided to dig without calling 811. Don't be a statistic. Know what's below. Call 811 before you dig. A free service of Blue Stakes of Utah, 811. Thomas Sirk, 7 for 9, 96 yards. His passer rating is 167.4. Cirk will now be in gun. Tailback to his right hip. First and 10 from the BYU 41-yard line. The 7-7 game. This game has taken a long time to play 17 minutes. Cirk in the gun. Sprint right. Throw right. Open man at the sideline. Trayvon Brown makes the catch. He's upended by Diane Goldmuller. Who gain of six. It'll be second down and four for ECU. That, that kind of is uh, the way BYU plays, that short route. Uh, when you run a short route and just uh, hook at five or six, seven yards, BYU is going to try and make that tackle, haven't you, catch it? Beg your pardon, gain of seven to second and three for ECU at the 34 of BYU. Cirque in the gun with Anderson to his left. They motion Trayvon Brown to trips left, tight end right. They hold it out for the back, Anderson. Anderson's got near the first down, slipped at the marker, maybe just inches shy because he fell down. Butch Pauwu came on. Mark says he got it, and they're going to mark it to say that's got it territory. I think it'll look at it and move the chains. Yep, move them. So on second and three, run of three and a bit, and that's the first down for East Carolina. They're threatening to take a lead here with 11.45 to go until halftime. ECU 7, BYU 7 at the Cougar 30-yard line. Devin Anderson. Remains in the backfield. The third tailback they've used here in this first half. And not much doing coming into tonight, but he's been good enough. Sirk, pressure from his right, throws under duress, lobs it up, it's in the air, long time, and it's incomplete at the far sideline. Warner on the for Fred the Warner. Intended for the tight end, Steve Baggett. It's incomplete with Fred Warner in coverage at the far boundary. Second down and ten. I think Fred got a hand on it. Uh, looked like the ball, it was even tipped as it was thrown out there because it really wobbled. Fred was able to bat that ball away. So 30 and a half yard line. Second down and ten. 11-28 to play until the break. 7-7 ball game. Thomas Sirk, who's been gunned most of the night, is in shotgun with Devin Anderson. A line to his right. Two wide receivers left, single wide right. Underneath, complete, tight end catch at the 25-yard line. Gain of six, third down and four. All right, time to stiffen here for the BYUD. ECU facing a third down and four. They're two of three on third downs tonight. This would force, if they get nothing, a 42-yard field goal attempt. And the field goal kicker, Jake Verity, has a long of 46, so he's good from here. But seven of 12 means he's a little spotty. We'll see if the Cougar defense can force a field goal try. Third down and four Pirates at the BYU 25-yard line. 10.55 to play here in Greenville. Half number one. Thomas search shotgun. Devin Anderson left hip this time. Trips to the wide side left. Anderson to the right hip now on a shift. A three-step drop. A throw for the end zone. There's hand jousting and it is caught out of bounds. Trayvon Brown defended well by Diane Gomolaku and the pass is to the boundary and out incomplete. Caught on the sideline but out of bounds. So field goal unit in to take a lead for ECU. But it's longish. It's a 42-yarder for a guy who's 7 for 12 this season. Most of his misses have been long. Four of his five misses are from 47 yards plus. So this is makeable for him. He's good from 46 this year. This will be from 42 to give the Pirates a 10 to 7 lead. We have 10:41 to go in the second quarter. From the attacking right hash. The hold will be Austin Barnes. The kick on its way. Plenty of distance, and it is Ooh, off the top the of the upright and good. 
It hit the very top of the upright and called good. He's ECU 10 and BYU 7 timeout on the field. With 10.35 to play here in Greenville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to BYU Football. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's head it over to Terry South in our scoreboard studio for this scoreboard update. Terry. Number two, Penn State on top of number 19, Michigan, 14-0. Nittany Lions running back Saquon Barkley, four carries, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. Send you back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Terry. Once again, warm welcome to Terry South joining our broadcast crew tonight. You hear Terry's voice in our pre-produced opens <laughs> to begin the countdown show and the game. And so uh, Terry's been a part of our broadcast, but tonight uh, sitting in, in the scoreboard studio for Jason Shepard, who's calling some women's soccer tonight with uh, Paige Huntenbarker. So thanks to Terry. Wonderful work as always and all that he does for us. And nice to hear his voice live with us tonight. We are in Greenville, North Carolina, home of the ECU Pirates. Pirates 10, BYU 7. It's 10 in a row for the Pirates. Last time that BYU took a lead, it was 7-0 against Boise State, and then it was all Boise till it yeah. was all over. And BYU's offense has got to figure it out here and get well, back in this thing. It's only 10-7, but too often in the season, deficits have felt uh, uh, close to the insurmountable, the way that BYU's kind of kicking it around out there. And now they got to put some strong plays together and hopefully uh, drive a distance here because uh, driving long distances has not been BYU's forte this year. One TD scoring drive all year of 70-plus yards. One of this Today's touchdown was scored after a 28 yard drive. ECU just scored on a 42-yard field goal, a 73-yard drive, 14 plays, man, yeah. and 4.59 off the clock. 10-7 Pirates kickoff from Caleb Pratt. Trinneman and Shelton are deep, and Trinneman will take an E five yards deep. So BYU out to the 25-yard line. This field here at uh, East Carolina, a nice tight Bermuda feel of a turf. But ECU emblazoned in the north end zone. The word Pirates emblazoned in the south red zone. The lettering is purple. And the uh, logo at midfield is black and white and purple. The uh, skull and crossbones is uh, prominent there on that midfield logo. Pretty sharp looking. This American Athletic Conference team, ECU, hosting BYU tonight. And they'll do it again back in up in the 2022 in Provo, 2024, back here in Greenville. The quarterback's been really good, Greg, compared. He's 55% completion, and uh, he hasn't been that inconsistent. Most of his throws have been really on target. 9 of 13 for a buck 08, and ECU is about more than doubling up BYU in yardage. 162 to 78. Mangum shotgun pulls it away from the back Tolu Tau, who throws far sideline, bobbled but caught. Short gain, far boundary at Micah Simon. It'll be a gain of four, second down and six for BYU. Didn't make it cleanly, but he did make the catch. ECU averaging just oodles of yards, and BYU's not in oodles territory yet. Uh, a rather halting start offensively for BYU. The one touchdown drive came on a short field of 28 yards. BYU's gained just 82 yards on the night. Being doubled up by the Pirates. I said coming into it that offensively BYU is about half as good as ECU, and that's what it's been so far. 9.58 to go till the break. 10-7 Pirates. Pistol. Mangum turns. Hands off Ula. Ula lowers the helmet. Shakes out of a tackle. Nice run on second and seven. Give him seven. Ula Tolu Tau just shook off Demage Bailey and rumbled for five more yards and moves the chains. Ula's been a, a good guy to go to yeah. for BYU tonight. Chroma did a, uh, did a great job getting on that linebacker that's been able to step up and fill the hole. So he gets the snap to the quarterback and then gets off the ball and shields off that inside side linebacker giving Ula that extra room he needed for that 
that game. BYU is a very slow-paced offense. They run fewer plays than any team in the FBS. They huddle. They break the huddle. Already seven seconds now on the play clock. They're going to get it off down to five. Mangum's in the gun with three. Calls for the snap with two and does get it with one. Mangum on a deep drop. Slapping the ball. Looking, looking, looking. Firing far sideline and it is incomplete. Bottled and not caught. Neil Powell has the ball in his hands at the far boundary on a comeback. And that's got to be a catch, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, and Tanner does a nice job. He looks left. He wants to go to Trinneman deep. Uh, Trinneman is not able to get past that corner. He's given him too much room. And then uh, Pau is not able to make that catch. I think if he doesn't get hit exactly at the same time the ball gets to his hands, he might have that reception. We've seen three drives get bogged down on three makeable plays that don't get made. What will that one mean? Second down and 10 now for BYU from its own 35-yard line. The handoff to K.J. Hall. K.J. Hall running right and right into a pile of people for yeah. a yard. Third down and nine for BYU. The first down play is there. It's a comeback into the hands of Neil Pau, who can't squeeze it. Second and ten becomes third and one, a third and nine, and that's where BYU sits now at nine minutes even to go till halftime. KJ just couldn't squirt through that little bit of an opening between his two blockers. Third and nine at the BYU 36, 8.45 to go until halftime. Mangum shotgun. Aleva Hifo with him, the, with him in the backfield. Goes to the left flat. They underneath screen it to Bushman, but he's not going to get close to the marker. On third and nine, gain of three, maybe four. A slow developing screen to Bushman. And BYU punts it away. And yet again, it's one play that you've got to make, that they don't make, that bogs down eventually a drive that now results in a punt. This one Johnny Linehan as he's back out on the field. And ECU has not punted tonight. Linehan awaits at his 21-yard line. Receives the deep snap. Rugby to the right. Deep on this one. Well beyond Quay Johnson inside the 10. Inside the 5. Rolling to the 1.5-yard line. Down to the 1. But long fields haven't phased the Pirates yeah, so far right. tonight. Timeout on the field. 7.44 to go till halftime. BYU punts it away, but well done by Johnny Linehan. Down to the one of ECU. The Pirates backed up, leading it 10-7 after a 60-yard kick from Linehan. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Ken Garf Volkswagen of Orem, we're excited to announce a new dealership opening its doors just next month, November. Visit the new showroom on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear kooks. 7.44 to go until halftime. ECU 10 and BYU 7. One of these teams will be 2-6 and six tonight. That's what the ECU fans said to us as we were coming into the stadium tonight. I said, that's a mathematical fact, sir. Right you are. Right. You know, this is similar, I think, to uh, Virginia Tech start. Uh, they were Virginia... East Carolina was ahead 17-10, to 10, I believe it was, or 17-7 to 7 against uh, Virginia Tech at half. All right, we're back in with first and 10 Pirates at their own one-yard line. So the quarterback, Cirque, is four yards deep in the end zone to await the shotgun snap. Darius Pinnix is the back to his right hip. The handoff, Pinnix, and Pinnix out to the three, the four. A run of three on first and 10 from the one. Darius Pinnix averaging 4.1 a carry coming in two tonight. Picks up three to get it to the four. It's second down and seven, East Carolina. Their last drive, I'm talking about East Carolina, their last drive started at the two. And they haven't punted yet. 
they've gotten themselves well out of bad field position to create scoring opportunities. No punts. BYU's had a bunch already. Linehan's been busy. Handoff. Pinnix. Pinnix feeling his way left and nothing there. The original line maybe a half yard beyond on second and seven as he yeah. ran it left. It'll be third down and six coming up for ECU. So here is the chance now to flip field position, force a punt, and get the ball back in scoring territory. 6.57 to go till halftime. 10-7 Pirates lead, but it's a third and six from the ECU five. It's a must-stop situation here for BYU if they want to get themselves momentum they've lost for the last 45 minutes of real time. Nice job of gang tackling on that last down. No chance for him to get away. BYU shows four wide D linemen. They're going to bring a blitzer. They bring two. They come heavy as Cirque throws. Far side complete. First down on third and six. Open, open, open is Davon Grayson. The go-to guy for ECU. And he's got a five-yard buffer, it seemed, around him. And Cirque all day to find him. And that's what BYU bringing people. It wasn't that big a buffer, but he had defenders three or four yards off. And he makes the catch and moves the chains. And Greg, that normally would have been Troy Warner on the coverage, but got word he's out for the game. Oh, man, alive. Another injury for BYU, game ending. Fly sweep, end around from left to right, comes Davon Grayson and moves the chains again. 12 yards on this play. Drive began at the one, and it's just so easy for ECU to move it. Man, alive. That time, uh, it was like nobody reacted to him. They weren't able to close down. They see that uh, it's coming, and uh, BYU is not able to get in there and close down quickly enough to stop him at the line of scrimmage. If you drink a soda every time you hear one of us say, man, alive tonight, you've, you've, you've had a couple of cans already. 5.44 to go until halftime. BYU trails it by a score of 10-7. to Circuit shotgun. Pinnock's right hip. Hands it off to Pinnix. Pinnix lowers the helmet, squeezes past Solomone Wolfram. Gets driven back by a bunch of Cougs after a gain of two or almost three. Corbin Kafusi led that defensive charge. Already 5.25 left in the second quarter. BYU scored early and hasn't scored since. 10-7. Pirates lead this thing by three as the Pirates at their 30-yard line face a second down and eight. They are doing a good job of pinning them down, but they aren't able to stop them. Circling the gun. Diagonal backs with him as the run comes between the tackles right. Darius Pinnock's on the handoff. Gets a couple. So here we go again. It's that third and five, third and six yeah. territory. It's been so easy for ECU tonight. And we're starting to see the three of five on third downs. And all three third downs they've converted have come on third down and six. This will be a third and long four. For uh, East Carolina. We're starting to see uh, kind of a strategy, though. They've been running on first, running on second, and then uh, picking up that first down with a throw on third down. Empty for Cirque. Trips left, twins right, third and four at the ECU, 34. 4.30 to go till halftime. They motion Hussein Howe to create four receiving options left. That's where he looks, and he throws high and incomplete. There it is. It's a hold on BYU. It'll be a punt away for ECU. As the ball is thrown high intended for Maidrian Vines. Not a great throw by Cirque that time. He's yeah. been pretty good tonight. So through the hands of Vines, who had to reach high for it. And BYU does hold on that third down and four. So a first punt of the evening for ECU. The Pirates approaching 200 yards in offense. BYU's yet to get to 100 against a team averaging 600 yards allowed per game. Back to punt is Austin Barnes. And Austin... Powers it high into the night sky. Michael Shelton is up to catch at the 25. Boy, a little, little bit of traffic in the neighborhood there, but he made the catch. It'll be first and 10 BYU from the 25 timeout on the field. 
Keeley was so close to that punt. 4-14 to go in the first half. 10-7 ECU over BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. to go until halftime here in Greenville. ECU 10 and BYU 7, our score. BYU first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. Ball between the hashes. We'll see if the Cougars can string together some UCCU smart decisions on this drive. They'll need some. It's brought to you by UCCU, featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. And it does seem that among the decisions BYU's making tonight, Mark, uh, are not really the... Give Tanner Mangum a lot of op- options uh, downfield, and now he did make a downfield play that which, that, that Neil Pau needs to catch a few moments yeah. ago. But it's been a very conservative look tonight, and uh, Mangum's a guy that we know can sling it. He's got that in his history. We'll see if BYU well, looks a little more aggressive on this drive. Uh, uh, so the lineup so far looks like uh, East Carolina is going to play zone on this first down. So you do get a chance to use the back of the tight end to work away from the linebacker. First and ten from the BYU 26 officially. Pistol. Mangum pulls it away from Tolu Tau, throws far flat. Braden L. Bakri. Now Bakri's got a first down down the far sideline to the 42-yard line. It's a 16-yard gain for BYU. Tanner Mangum to Braden L. Bakri. At the far boundary and down the sideline he goes all the way to the 43, first and 10. So a nice start to this drive. BYU down 10 to 7, 4 even to go till halftime. Each team has only one timeout remaining here in the first half. BYU breaks the huddle with a 15-second play clock and a 3.50 on the game clock. Pistol, Mangum trailed by Tolu Tau. He's got a wing back, a full back left, Al Bakri. Twins left, single wide right. Hand off Ula. Ula between oh, the tackles. Wow. Big gap. Ula to the second level, to midfield, to the 48 and the 47 of ECU. On first and 10, a run of about 10. Big opening that time again. El Bakri get out and lead and pull that guard around. And uh, Ula does wrap up on the football and just barrels himself downfield. 48-yard line of ECU. Second down one. They only gave him nine, not ten. 3.13 to play here in the first court, first half of play. 10-7 Pirates. Mangum shotgun. Left hip Ula. Twins either side. Ula, middle, Ula, big gainer again, the 40-yard line, and the 39, a gain of nine on second and one. BYU's driving it inside ECU territory late in half number one, 3-0-3 to play in the second quarter. Tolu Tau checks out. Ula over 50 yards here in the first half. East Carolina makes some mass changes in their front line now, too. Given 48 officially, eight carries, 48. K.J. Hall replaces Tolu Tau. They go power pistol, strength left. Mangum awaits this shotgun snap from Karoma. Turns and hands off to KJ. KJ's got a big gap, and he's inside the 30, the 25, the 20-yard line. A 19-yard run for KJ Hall. Give him 17 to the 22 as they back the spot up. Run game working for BYU right now. BYU getting down that second level and blocking those safeties. Now, they were man that time again, so that reduces the opportunity for that safety to come in and play on the run. From the 22-yard line of ECU, BYU from the attacking left hash has power pistol strength right this time. Al Bakri is the wing back, full back right. Twins to the right. Trinaman left. First and 10 of the 22 of ECU. A stretch handoff to KJ. Flags fly. And KJ to the 20 is all, but 
flag early in that play. And I hate to say it, but I've said it before and I'll have to say it again. BYU's not scored a touchdown on any drive featuring an offensive penalty this year. Is this an offensive penalty? It's probably a, a looks, huh? no, you, no, it looks like it may go against Carolina, So it could be a face mask against Maybe a hands to the face on the near side. Here comes the call. Holding. Defense. Number 94. Take that. Ten yard penalty. You play first down. So the Cougars in scoring territory and looking to at least tie the game late in the first half. 2.07 to go until halftime. 10-7 Pirates. First penalty of the game against DCU. Yeah. They'll move this thing to the 11-yard line. First and 10 BYU. East Carolina runs a lot of loop stunts, so that means that the defensive tackle comes down and the defensive end swings around. So when that defensive tackle comes down, he pulls that lineman with him to give more room for that looping defensive end to get through to the rush the quarterback. 150 to go till halftime. Can BYU take a lead heading into the break? They go pistol. Tight end right, twins left. Mangum in the gun. Ula is with him. Hand off Ula. He runs right, cuts it back middle, gets inside the 10. From the 11, he goes to the 7. It'll be a gain of four. Second down and six with 90 seconds to go until halftime. And Austin Hoyt had the block to move it downfield for four. Now there's only one timeout left, and they're taking a long time between plays here. Hanner's coming out. Probably Kofensis is coming in. So Kofensis is in Wildcat with 120 to go until halftime. And again, BYU can just stop at one time. They've used two already this half. Long time taking that, long cha time. that change to get him out there. The play clock is already down to 10 with Kofensis in Wildcat Pistol. Power pistol, strength left, trips left. Play clock at five. Kofensis in shotgun. He's got Ula moving to his left hip. Low snap. Keeper from Kofensis to the five. Piecing his way downfield to the two, to the one. And 50 seconds to go until halftime. It'll be third down. I think it's a, first, they get down. a first down. They could get a first down without scoring a touchdown. Oh, I didn't give it to him. Didn't get it to him. It's third and short with 40 seconds to go. And the clock is still running. Clock is running and only one timeout remaining. A Kofensa stays in the game, looks to the sideline. The second's ticking away. Down to 30 seconds to go in the first half. 20 on the play clock. And Kofensis will stay in Wildcat with pistol look. Tolu Tau trails him. 25 seconds to play. Third and one from the two. Snap Austin. Hand off Ula. Ula caught for a loss. And now BYU has to call timeout with 15 seconds to go in the second quarter. 13, 12, 11. They're going to wait to... It's, well, it's fourth down now. They yeah, lost yards. They have to, they're trying to kick a field goal here to end the half. So, yeah, that's the question. Do you kick the field goal or... One second to One play second until halftime. They'll call the timeout, timeout. And bring on the field goal BYU. unit to tie the game. Well, that's well, too bad that uh, the Kofensis wasn't able to. That looked like it was give all the way. I don't think he had an option to do so but the, because had he kept the football, he had a good chance of being able to score. And the Kofensis Wildcat plays just haven't done much for BYU this year. And they ran them two plays that time and a lot of time going off between plays. And ultimately, well, they, they decide to just play conservatively and uh, kick the field goal here with one second to go until halftime. But the, the key was not getting that first down marker. They ended up being yeah. a third and one and lose yardage on the next play. Then they would use the timeout and keep the, you know, yeah. be able to have three make, more shots. You make the first down, you stop the clock to move the chains. They didn't get it. And now they look to just tie the game here at the break. One second to go until halftime. So somewhat emblematic maybe of the, the BYU offense this year. Well, and a tie at this point, uh, you know, is a tie. That's, that's 10 to 10. A tie is a tie. 
BYU and the Satake Erwin tied at halftime. Take a look at what happens in that situation for BYU. As the Pirates outgunned the Red Raiders 40-27. BYU just had one halftime tie in the Satake era, and they're 1-0 in that one situation. Brett Almond on. Almond is 6-for-8 on his field goals. This will be a... It's a PAT. It's from the three-yard line, so it's a PAT try. It'll be a 20-yard field goal right down the middle. Snap will be from the three. It was a good drive, though, that they put together in order to get it down there. It's uh, it was a, it a was little a, frustrating. It was a, a run-heavy drive. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't throw for the end zone, didn't make any passes near the end zone. They brought in Confensis for two plays of minimal effect in Wildcat. Took Mangum out of the game, took the ball out of his hands. They put another second back on the clock. Two seconds remaining here in the first half. 10-7, ECU leading BYU. The Cougars can tie the game at the break. Fowler's all they have out to there. Do is, all they have to do is make what amounts to a PAT. Fowler will hold, and the long snap coming from Mitch Harris. And they put it into play. Let's see if Fowler steps up and runs quarterback's knee. <laughs> so the placement will actually be at the 11, 21-yard field goal to tie the game at the break. We wait the long snap from Harris. There it is. The placement is down. The kick on its way, and it is through for three, and we are tied at halftime. 10-10 is our score. BYU and ECU here in Greenville. So Kalani Sitake claps his hands and gets ready to head off the field. Our Nate Nickel will do the same and get some halftime thoughts from Kalani as we head to the interval square at 10. So BYU drove it deep and late in the first half. Got three out of it. Down to Nate with Kalani. Coach, you got some momentum early and then regained some here going into half. What was the biggest factor that allowed you to regain some momentum? Well, just hanging our hat on the whole line. You know, they're doing a good job getting a push on the run game up front, making them honor the run. Then we can open up some play action passes. How Braden Obacker got that ball to the flat. So just keep doing that same game plan. I like the last drive. Wish we could have punched it in. You know, but um, guys are playing hard and we got to hang our hat on offense on the front. What's the basic message to the team at halftime? We win the front, we win. On defense, if we stop the run with our D line, we'll be okay. All right, thanks, Coach. Okay. Nate and Kalani, that last drive to end the half was 70 yards. Eight plays at 4.14 off the clock. It ends in a 21-yard Brett Allman field goal. Brett now 7 for 9 on the season. And we are square at the break. 10-10 our score. Halftime recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.